right. Hello okay. there. <laughs> All right, so this is our group, Stefan, Bill, me, and Mr. Curry. Hello. So we're speaking on eschatology and why do both people who believe in heaven and those who don't act the way they do. So first, let's start with Catholics. So like we as Catholics, are we living like to be imitators of Christ or are we living out of like fear or hell? You know what I mean? I mean so like, what do you think? Really, I think it varies from person to person. There's a lot of people who are devoting their lives to Christ with a passion, obviously. But then, of, of course, there's a bunch of people um, who would just kind of go with the motions because they uh, don't want the negative consequences they've been told are going to happen. And, well, you know. So really, I think it's a mix of both and everyone with uh, some leaning towards one or the other. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I would agree with that. I think it depends from person to person. Um, certainly, I think a motivation for all people is to avoid hell because, you know, we've yeah. heard through scripture and all these things like how awful it is. Because who on earth wants to go to hell? Yeah. Like, so we see in like Colossians chapter three, verse five through 10, put to death, therefore, what is earthly in you? On account of these, the wrath of God, wrath of God is coming. So, like, that's basically, you know, yeah, yeah. I would imagine that's a motivation. But then again, living as an imitator of Christ, I think that's also how I think that's the goal of all Christians or Catholics to live. You know, to imitate Christ, His values, etc. <laughs> and um, also, um, think. Ain't Paul, at least we're pretty sure it's St. Paul, in uh, the First Corinthians does say, 11.1, um, I believe it is, uh, be imitators of me just as I also am of Christ. Yeah. So, yeah, that's basically saying, hey, we're the church. We got to yeah. be like Christ. And, and, yeah, that's a really bad way of putting it. But, yeah, that's the basics. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then uh, um, And then something I want to touch on. They're like, we, you know, we, we always hear this in like classes or um, like scripture, um, you know, we're taught to fear the Lord. Yeah. And like something I was wondering about this is this like, because he can send us to hell I or it's you a know, part of it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. Frankly, as much as it's good to fear the Lord, I think it's kind of portrays it. It, it's hard to love something you're afraid of. So I think they should probably go about teaching the love a lot earlier than the fear. Yeah. Because frankly, that's just going to make people turn away more because why would they stick with someone who uh, would do that kind of stuff to so many people? That's the logic a lot of people who turn away from the church uh, typically have. Yeah. So I think it's a lot more effective to uh, teach the love part first. Mm -hmm. What do you guys think? Yeah, I have to disagree with the fact about the, what you guys said about the fear of the Lord. I mean, I think fear of the Lord is supposed to mean like a sense of respect or yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, be in awe of the Lord, not and, as much be actually and it, it, afraid it, it, of what he can do. Yes, yeah, but yeah. what it's meant to be and what it ends up being to other people is very different. And that's what we're saying because uh, the fear of the Lord is interpreted in many ways and many of them interpret it the way that isn't that way, which is unfortunate, of course. Yeah. Um, so, 
this is this is probably a good transition. You know, we talked about groups of people, Catholics. Um, now let's talk about non-Catholics or those who, you know, don't believe in hell in any in eschatology, really. And obviously, there are non-Catholics who believe in this yeah. stuff. We're just yeah. saying um, across the board, people yeah. who don't believe in it. Yeah. So, like, what like do we think? What do you guys think is um, like the motivation for you know, people who who don't believe in, like, you know, eternal suffering or eternal happiness. Is it, like, matter of just, like, imitating people they know or, like, um, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, or uh, just living a good life. Like, why would they live a good life? You why wouldn't you contribute, Stefan? Uh, I think most people uh, who are non-believers, I think they just try to lead a good life because that's what they see other people doing. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. they just, like... They just they imitate the the ones who are good people. Of course, um, uh, there's. I think a big part of the motivation is um, uh, whether you believe in God or not. You're gonna have someone or something out there you care about, and if it is someone, then you care for their happiness and their well being, and thus would be kind to them and try to help them with things. And uh, being a good uh, a person across the board is just. Uh, the best way to uh, go about helping others because, well, yeah. And wait, maybe it was the reverse. I, I don't know what I'm saying. Anyway, uh, the point is that uh, uh, being a good person makes the world a better place. And anyone who wants the world to be a better place for anyone other than themselves uh, by default has to uh, at least consider a large portion of the time choosing to be a good person. Yeah. Um, and I think it's like quite universal. It may not just pertain to just Catholics is, you know, treating other people as you would want to be treated. Yeah. I feel like that may be a motivation, you know, like you'd want to behave good and you'd want to receive the same <laughs> thing. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't know why that's, I mean, it's called the golden rule for a reason. Yeah. Um, Okay. So, uh, so, well, I think most people who, uh, like, if they're doing good, they'll think, like, that good things will come to them, like, almost like a karma yeah. type. Yeah, yeah, thing. yeah, I, absolutely. I think, like, karma is, like, like, I don't know, you know, how many people really believe in it, but I think it certainly is one factor in it. Yeah, and uh, the, um, it's... I'm sorry. Yeah, and I think, like, being a good person, like, you know, gives you a peace of mind and, you know, keeps you out of trouble, yeah. disarming, etc. Um, and I think that's important to yeah. normal people. A fear of hell is great and all, but it's it's it shouldn't yeah. be the primary motivation in wanting to do the right thing mm -hmm. because that's still, it. it's doing good things for a selfish reason. Like, like well... Obviously, there's a difference between stealing a cookie because you like cookies and uh, mm -hmm. do, doing a good thing so you can go to heaven. But still, yeah. there, if if there if it's not for the benefit of someone else, then there's very little there's little point behind it, which means it kind of weighs less in your favor. Yeah. Uh, the whole uh, thing uh, in the Bible with the uh, Pharisees uh, going out and doing good things in the view of all and 
uh, uh, that kind of stuff. It's empty because they're doing it for their own uh, uh, for their own uh, glory among the people. And then, um, yeah, 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 so. absolutely. And then something I want to transition to is um, so we talked about people living for heaven, people living, you know, to get there, people living out of fear of hell. Now, what about purgatory? Do you, you know, we certainly know that <laughs> purgatory is not um, like, you You know, you're not going to hell. Mm-hmm. We also know it's not going to heaven. Yeah. So do you think people are living to like, I don't know how to elaborate it, but like, do you think people are just living a mediocre life? Cause you know, they're not bad. So they won't go to hell, I guess would be the mindset. Or, you know, are they living? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think well, it's like, if I don't do anything totally, totally bad, yeah. I'll at least get there. Mortal sins. Yeah, yeah it's almost so, like a safety net, yeah. right? Yeah, so it's basically, hey, uh, you didn't commit mortal sin uh, that you uh, didn't have uh, mm-hmm. reconciliation, obviously, can uh, kind of uh, cleanse that effect, but yeah. uh, you didn't commit any mortal sin since your last uh, confession, and uh, or in the case of non-Catholics at all, which is probably wow. Now I understand why they say so few non-Catholics get into heaven. Anyway, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that side tangent aside. <laughs> The, they're basically saying, hey, you didn't commit any mortal sins, but you still have done these few things wrong. So stay here for a while. You're not ready for heaven just mm-hmm. yet. We're going to um, put you th- uh, th- through a little bit of time here to think about what you did and mm-hmm. when you come to the realization that you're wrong, which, I mean, well, let's face it, it's more of a penance thing, really. Um, it, yeah. It, it's an, a penance in the afterlife where you spend a lot of time there uh, to make up for any more venial sins that uh, you've committed before you're allowed access to heaven yep. because, well, yeah. yeah. And I'd say a lot of people would probably end up going there unless like right before death, anointing of the sick kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and like we see in like the catechism, article 12, 1031, it's entirely different from the punishment of the damned. So I think that could factor into, you know, people living yeah. a mediocre life per se, because, you know, they know they're not going to be not, yeah. not as much suffering, but they know, you know, it's yeah. different. They have and, hope at least. And in uh, article 12, 10, 24, heaven is the ultimate end and fulfillment of the deepest human longings is basically just sa- yeah. saying that exact same thing. Heaven's the end. You go through earth to get there and if that's not quite enough but you're you're on the right track yeah. you uh, get to the purgatory and then uh, go through that little bit there so. yeah. Or, yeah i think people view purgatory as like a decent option sure it's not heaven yeah. but yeah i mean it takes a lot of work to get to heaven i don't I feel like yeah people just think like oh i'll get to purgatory and then i mean i can only go to heaven from there it I might mean, take yeah. a little while but I mean, it takes a lot of work on I, Earth to get straight to heaven. Yeah, I personally would be relieved to get at, at, on the initial, uh, hey, I'm in purgatory. Yeah, oh, absolutely. thank God. But um, and obviously, after a while, it's going to be like, okay, now I'm bored. I want my God now. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it, and that's the point. It's a, tri- a trial to, uh, to go through to prepare you for heaven. Mm-hmm. 
So, yeah. Yeah. Um, and something that I've, like, thought about and interesting in regards to not purgatory, this is more directed towards heaven, but, you know, Curry mentioned how it's, you know, the ultimate end and fulfillment of the deepest human longings. That's something I think that's really hard for humans, you know, to fathom, to even grasp. So, like, I, I guess my question is, how do humans live? Like, are, are they, like, what are they living towards, you know? Because they don't exactly know what heaven is like, right? Well, they could live towards the betterment of others, the, their friends and family, people they care about, or on the um, more, less good intention side they could uh, try to uh, prosper themselves make a name for themselves and uh, obviously yeah. that's not inherently bad as long as they go about it the uh, the right way but it's pretty common that people it down going down that path would resort to more selfish means um, mm -hmm. not caring as much about their uh, friends and family and those yeah. around them and so I mean yeah yeah it's, um so circling back just to kind of go over what we said. So so we thought Catholics, they're living, I think, in regards to fear of the Lord, that's more like, you know, in awe, as Ryan said. Um, when done right, yeah. Yeah, when done right. Um, and then also another motivation is living for Christ, you know, live good values, imitate Christ, mm -hmm. as um, we see in First Corinthians. And then as for non-believers, um, we heard, you know, be a good person to, um, you know, receive what you ever, what you would want to be received, right? Yeah, that goes a pretty uh, yeah. far way yeah. with the, the more uh, kind-hearted mm -hmm. people among them. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, there's the people who uh, don't really care about that, but those are kind of the outlier in this discussion. But Yeah. Um, and then finally... Um, so, so we talked about, we talked about, um, heaven and purgatory and hell heaven. We said, you know, was, you know, perfection, mm -hmm. fulfillment of deepest human longings. And we said humans are, you know, kind of living towards that because they know it's like good. I just but, love how you say humans as if they're an outside yeah. thing to observe. That's just <laughs> hilarious to me. Catholics. Sure. Yeah. Any of those who believe in heaven, they'll, you know, ultimate good. Purgatory, um, this is entirely different from how we said it's, you know, kind of like a safety net, right? Um, and then finally, hell, that's literally what we want to avoid. Yeah. Why we wouldn't, you know, perform evil action, that's just, you know, pure evil. Anyone who believes in hell has no reason to be a yeah. terrible person. Exactly. <laughs> I agree. All right.